self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we're conversation con artists back for another episode happy merry late christmas Happy holidays, that's Happy what they holidays. say. It's just, you know, all that shit on the umbrella. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, <laughs> everybody. Christmas will have passed by the time y'all hear this, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. I hope you survived your family, because I feel like that's what Christmas is about a lot of times. It's like, shit, I got to see these niggas again. Yep. Now and I got to try to survive this shit. I didn't go visit my family. I just stayed here alone and ate boiled eggs for dinner. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> yep. Why boiled eggs? That's all I had. I could have cooked them or boiled them. I mean, okay. And I boiled them instead of, you know, scrambled them. I did go see my family, and it was a trying time because I have an aunt that decided she was going to throw a party. And she lives in a single wide trailer. And it was a bunch of people in this enclosed area. And I'm really not one for, like, people in, like, a enclosed area type shit. So that wasn't fun. But if we didn't go, then we would have been assholes, I guess. So I ended up having to go. And it was an interesting occasion, to say the least. I got you. This is the first Christmas I ain't have a dinner, though. But I don't care either. <laughs> New Year's and putting some steaks out on the grill. <laughs> How does this been? You can, somebody was barbecuing I, when I left to go to my parents' house. Somebody had a grill. I was like, what the fuck is barbecuing on Christmas? Like, somebody had that grill out yesterday. It was fucking warm enough. Like, I know. The reason people don't barbecue on Christmas is supposed to be too damn cold. Not this year. Global warming is with real, people. This shit Dude. is crazy. It's like fucking 70 degrees outside. It's my, it is my, was my cousin's birthday, though. I went over to his house, and it was an older lady there. I was one of his family members, and I was like, it don't have no business being this hot outside today. And she came out with the, well, you know, that's the Lord's business <laughs> type situation. You know what the Bible say about the seasons? I said, no, ma'am, I'm, I'm not familiar with that part. She said, you know, at some point, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between the seasons, <laughs> you know. And my cousin was like, yep, global warming. Yeah, pretty so much. It is. Pretty much. Because like, this is fucking crazy. But, like, me and him, borderline heathens, oh, well, as yeah. far as our involvement with church. So, like, <laughs> we locked eyes like, oh, here's somebody go. <laughs> with some Jesus God stuff right now. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I'm going to need y'all to go check out the website, www.conversationconartist.com. Check out the links to our stories. Check out our new and previous episodes as well as leaving us some email feedback. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the list letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. We don't have an official letter, letter this week, but I have a question for Mr. On Point. Because I was having a conversation with somebody and I just wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, okay, so when you are looking to date somebody, 
like let's say you saw a, a woman that has like a lot of designer things you know she she has a lot of uh gucci a lot of um burberry that kind of thing do you take that into consideration when you're like going to date her because obviously somebody that purchases those things might be considered a little bit more high maintenance than somebody who doesn't have those things do you take that into consideration like as to whether or not that's a dateable person i don't but that is only one aspect of that because you might have a person who has been you know giving gifts and high quality things their whole lives and that's just what they used to but that's what i'm saying so like if you date her then that's what she's accustomed to are you going to be willing to like maintain that if that's like what she's accustomed to getting gifts as well my problem is a person that's superficial my problem is a person that only values material things over over the things you can't touch that's that would be my problem with that person if it's a person that likes higher quality things that don't have them as a necessity mm-hmm. then i can date that person but if their world revolves around having things and how they look and mm-hmm. how the world perceives them then they can have it. like i grew up very poor mm-hmm. like if you grew up very poor, you know that Spaldings and Voice <laughs> and all of these other stupid ass name brand shoes that Walmart had were on your feet. It didn't last long. The grip on them went off real fast. They started talking at some point <laughs> where the rubber started coming off of the front. Yeah. At some point, that's that's what I had. And so I don't care about things. I buy high quality things now for myself just because they high quality things. I bought polo clothes because they are the only clothes I had at last. Echo used to be my favorite brand. I used to have a Nietzsche, Timberland, all of these different brands. Like, as far as they shirts go, like, when they got stains, they wouldn't come out. If you wash them, they'll shrink and size up. The collars will do weird stuff. Polo is the only brand that haven't failed me. It's a quality brand. Mind you, I only buy it on clearance. <laughs> but it's a quality brand. Just like my computers, just like my uh, technology, it's high quality stuff. So I don't need any of this stuff, but some people look at higher quality brands as just quality stuff and not necessarily things that they need to maintain some kind of perceptual look that the world sees them as having, you know? So it depends on what comes along with that high maintenance package. Okay. If it's just high maintenance in that the things that they have cost money, I don't have a problem with that. If the things that they have are what keeps their ego and their pride and their personality and their self-esteem. If it's intertwined and all of that, I can't I can't deal with you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I have to know more about it. Okay. I wouldn't just see somebody with some high fashion shit on and be like, I can't date that person. <laughs> I have to know where that comes from, what that is. And I think realistically, there's gonna be a lot less people who have that kind of stuff that have the kind of personality with it that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think more people who have things and have to keep things and maintain things are going to be intertwined with that personality of, I need this, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't want to be perceived as this way. Yeah. Or because I want people to think that I have this. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that comes strongly in the black community when you talk about most of the people that me and you gonna meet in the black community are come from poverty stricken environments. Yep. <laughs> you know, it go back to like baby boy. 
about guns and butter. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, but guns are just the physical things you can touch, and butter is the things that you invest. You know, it's, it's the things that you can't see that gives you your value mm-hmm. versus the things that you can see that gives you the value. Say so like Jordans and stuff like that. Cars when they you know soup up them cars and put all the colors and the rims and all of that stuff on them. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, I'm not one of. Those, I don't. I don't really give a shit. I'm more of like an electronic and video game investor like than I am like purses and shit that's just and I think that's just growing up with brothers my mom not being that kind of person so I just never picked that up um but I was just I had a conversation with my uncle who was like <laughs> he always gives me a hard time about uh still being single and he was like uh yesterday he was like I know you you know I give you a hard time all the time but I get it you a lot to take and so then I didn't know how to take that shit. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean I have a lot to take? He said, well, personality-wise, you and I have a cousin that, well, she's in a relationship that we want her to not be in anymore. But um, he was like, y'all, y'all, y'all can be a lot to take. And I was like, what does that mean? I need you to, because that don't sound like a compliment. That sounds like, that sounds bad. He was like, it ain't necessarily bad necessarily still not helping your case like that should still sound like you talking shit about me like what what is it that you trying to say and he was saying he feels like we're a lot to take because we are so independent and so allowing somebody into our world is going to be a little bit more difficult and for um, uh for men that 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 have that like to be depended upon we not really gonna be the kind of people <laughs> that are gonna be able to like play into that. Also, he said, you know, I, I I'm sarcastic. I said, well, yes, I am. I, I am not. He said, well, some people can't, you know, take that. And I said, well, anybody who can't take that don't need to fuck me <laughs> anyway because that is very much ingrained in my personality so that ain't no shit that's gonna change like that's just some shit you have to kind of rock with and and know when to ignore my ass and when when to, to take me seriously but he was like i'm not saying that it's a bad thing i'm just saying that he was like that may be a good thing you'll weed out a lot of you know fuck ass people i was like well that hadn't been the case so <laughs> maybe now on the all the the older end of things it might but we just had a whole conversation about, you know, just the ex- dating expectations and how, you know, I've been single. I don't even know for how long at this point, a really long time. And so because of that, including somebody into shit is is kind of difficult for me because I don't I'm not used to having to do that. I'm used to spending a lot of time by myself and I really, 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 really enjoy my alone. time, <laughs> And so including somebody into that is really difficult for me because i just i I like hanging like when i want to hang i want to hang and when i don't i don't want to fucking be bothered i want to just sit at home and watch king of the hill with my dogs cool with that i'm all right with that so my thing i think in dating is going to be learning to incorporate somebody into my life because i'm not used or accustomed to having to do that and so it can come off being very selfish because i'm just like i don't want (laughs) to I want to hang out when I want to hang out. I don't want to hang out now because I, I just want to watch TV or I just want, you know. But we just had a whole conversation because he always giving me shit about um, not bringing people to Thanksgiving dinner. And 
I don't think I've ever. I haven't since I've been an adult ever brought anybody. That when you get brought Thanksgiving dinner, that's a big ass deal. And I, as an adult, have not done that. So I know whenever I do, I feel sorry for that nigga because they're gonna give him such a hard time. I think my difficulty in a coming relationship is going to be. I just have all of these idealistic. Um, what am I trying to say? I got this ideal relationship in my head that I really want, but I know that it's going to take creating that from the beginning. Like, so like, what what are the characteristics of it? I don't know. I don't know. I just How know. You got an idea relationship that you don't know what it looks like. Well, first, it's rooted in communication. Okay. So I, however you start your relationship is how it's going to be. You got to create the culture for your relationship, mm-hmm. and I feel like people get into a relationship without communicating about what the relationship is supposed to look like. Yeah. You know? And then you get stuck in this pattern of not communicating effectively or not existing effectively, not having what you want, them not having what they want. And I it's just important to me to start it off with what are we trying to accomplish? What do you want? What do I want? Instead of trying to address that as the things that we ain't getting met up up here. You know? And so that the reason I say I don't know is because it's going to depend on the other person <laughs> and what their ideals and what they want out of a relationship. As far as specific things, I'm not an affectionate person very much, but I I, I want it and I like it. So and you so, want to receive it, but not give no, it. no, no. What I'm saying is I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone oh, yeah. to give it. You know what I'm saying? As much as I can to be able to receive it, because and what I learned in my last relationship is. If you don't use it, you lose it. I think that applies to relationships. If you don't show affection, the other person is not going to show affection. And you're going to have an affectionless relationship. Which is a weird... You know... I would imagine... A weird... I don't think it's weird to people who don't really crave affection deeply. I don't crave affection deeply. I like it. Yeah. So... If another person had a bunch of redeeming qualities but not affection, that'll be fine. But whatever peak of affection they can reach is what I would like to try to achieve. So, I mean, and it's that's just one part of, in my head, what I want to try to build early in a relationship. Just just expectations. Yeah. What, these are my expectations. If you can't meet them, great. We need to find it out early. Yeah. What are your expectations? If I can't meet them, we need to find out early. And then we need to build our relationship based off of knowing exactly what we're trying to achieve with other stuff that we're not aware of sprinkled in. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, I'm trying to... This is my problem with relationships. I try to craft this algorithm in my head of how something will work. That ain't how that shit works, though. <laughs> I, that's why I'm telling you this. You that's, can't do that That's shit. why I'm telling you this as a problem that I have in relationship. <laughs> I try to create this algorithm, this formula that will help me determine if I be with the best person or how that per- But that process takes so long that by the time I figure anything out, 
they gone. <laughs> they ain't doing that. They moved on. That's been the issue. My whole I'm I'm just an analytical person. It's a gift and a curse. It's a curse in places that you shouldn't be analytical, and it's a gift in places where you can be. I think my issue has been I find unavailable ass people. And what I mean by that is they're unavailable for like different reasons, either because of where they are in life or because of something that's happened or they're just not like available at the time that I meet them. And at first I was like, well, maybe I just don't want to be in a relationship. And maybe that's why I like maybe subconsciously I'm like choosing these people so that it can't ever happen because I don't want it to. And now I don't think that's the case. I don't know what the fuck it is. All I know is that there usually is some kind of a, a roadblock that that impedes the natural progression of things. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I have no idea. And that's why I haven't been in like a relationship for the longest. It's not because I haven't been like dating. It's because there's usually some kind of a roadblock. Not on my part. <laughs> on, on the guy's part and that keeps it from progressing naturally and I don't really and it's different things so it's not even like it's the same thing it's different issues that create that roadblock and I don't know what the fuck that's been about I don't know maybe 2017 will be different I don't know who knows what does that make a difference to you the designer stuff no, I don't give a shit. Like I don't, <laughs> um, I don't even do I own it. I don't even know that I own. I it mean, not for you oh, having for like it guy. for a okay, man that. So, <laughs> I have this thing. Me and AZ Bo, I give him shit about this all the time because he is a procurer of of of, of many pairs of Jordans. Sneakerhead. Sneakerhead. If it was different, I don't know. I, I put like a negative connotation with Jordans because I, I equate Jordans with people purchasing them that can't fuck, that had other things that they should be spending. He's not, AC is not one of those people. AC spends the money because he has the money to be able to do that. In my mind though, whenever I see people with Jordan, it just seems so irresponsible and I know that that's not a fair assessment because I don't know their financial situation and so like I said AC he can do that and he you know he's not allocating money to some shoes that should have been going to some other shit I just don't I don't know I don't know I, I don't like to see people spend money in, in places that don't make sense and to me Jordans are these overpriced ass shoes that are just an image thing like I don't even know that it's about quality I don't know that the shoe is like this just super high quality as much as it is just the name of Jordan being on it Jordans are the only things that I do that with though like I don't think about nobody if I see dudes in like polo and shit I don't think that Jordan I don't know why I have such an issue with like Jordan specifically but that's the only thing that I kind of like side eye people for and be like fuck you got these Jordans on for and I don't own a pair of Jordans and I like sneakers my sneaker of choice <laughs> like mm -hmm. drug of choice my sneaker of choice is Converse so I have a, a ton of different uh, style Converse so it isn't even being a sneakerhead and liking sneakers my, it's specifically Jordans I don't really know why I didn't have like a bad experience with Jordans or like a, it's just I don't know I put like a negative connotation to 
Jordans. So that's the only like designer thing that I have an issue with when it comes to like dudes. So if a dude only buys, I don't know what's higher brand in polo, but something that costs two or three hundred dollars, like belts like Burberry. or yeah, Burberry belts, suspenders, socks, things like that. And those are things that he expect from you in a in a relationship. <laughs> How did that fly with you? I mean, your laugh is clearly your jokerish laugh. It it sounds like a red laugh, but it it got that joker like escalation to it. I mean, your laugh is indicating that that is probably not something that should be expected from you. No, and. Dudes that dress like that are really not my company. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm very much like a laid back graphic tee, convert. You know. And so usually whoever I'm dating is gonna dress similarly to me. So like when I see, obviously when I see a guy with like suspenders and shit on, I don't. I just don't think we would be well suited to you. <laughs> like I see that and I'm like no, because I feel like he's gonna have an expectation that I'm gonna dress like that, and that ain't what the fuck is gonna happen because. If you see me outside of work, most of the time, I got on jeans and some sneakers and some kind of graphic t-shirt or if it's hot, some kind of a graphic tank top. Like, I don't, I'm not like a prissy. I don't have like a shit ton of purses that I change. Like, that's just not who I am. And I feel like a guy that dresses like that, that's kind of what he's going to be looking for, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't think we going to be well matched. So... That ain't so. I would never pursue, and I don't feel like they were. I've never been pursued by somebody that wears like suspenders and like bow ties and like because I don't never be dressed to where he gonna be like, oh okay, not never, like it don't ever happen. So those are not my kinds of dudes because that that's not the kind of chick that I am. So nah, and actually again, AC dressed like that, and I give him shit every time I see him dressed like. Because it just looks so ridiculous and funny to me. And I, and you know, I know my question, me returning the question to you still goes in the dynamics between male and female. Like, it's not expected for the f- woman to shower a man with gifts. Yeah. But you're still going to buy him stuff, though. Like, yeah. you're not going to shower him with gifts, but like Christmas rolls around, Valentine's Day, birthday. Like, you're going to purchase things at some point. It may not be as often as, like, guys have a tendency to do, but I would have to buy him something. And I'm going to be more inclined to date somebody that I could buy, like, an action figure or something more as opposed to, like, having to go and, like, look at ties and shit. I don't know anybody no fucking ties. And, like, so I, I wouldn't even buy the right thing because I, I don't... That's I'm not into that, and so I don't. I wouldn't even know what to get. I mean, even with like cologne and shit, I'm gonna buy some shit that I want to smell on you. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, <laughs> I would hope so. Like, I would not care what my cologne smelled like if my lady was closer to me when I had it on. <laughs> I wouldn't care what it smelled like. Like, it's to attract other noses, not yours. I mean But women don't do that We don't When I buy perfume I'm not thinking about niggas I'm like What do I want to smell all day Cause I'm gonna be smelling this shit I wanna smell something Like I don't buy fruity stuff Because it makes me nauseous Like I don't think about dudes When I purchase perfume And I'm the only one That's bought my cologne So that's the only (laughs) That's the only point of reference I I have I bought cologne for men That I was like seeing But I always buy What I wanna smell on them What I think smells good And what I wanna sniff Well I would give like a general. I like powdery smelling colognes. Okay. 
I'm, no, it's it like baby powder. Do you know how baby powdery smell? You know how baby powder smell? Yeah. It's just a very subtle smell that kind of sneak up to you, and it's it's calm. It's like it don't got no high notes. It ain't got like oh, super okay. tropical stuff. It ain't got super wood stuff. Yeah, it's just very subtle fragrance. I like those kind of fragrances. I'll leave her with that, and for the rest <laughs> of your life, buy me them kind. Or branch out when it's something that you truly love. I wear it. I don't care. I wore, I, I wore a cologne that I, I, I didn't know I didn't like for a long time <laughs> until I stopped wearing it and started wearing other ones. It was it's, it was so powerful and musky. It smelled like a dude that murdered. It smelled like an assassin or something. It was like, what was it called? Gucci Envy? It smelled like I should have had on a, a, a big gold chain that sit in my chest hair with a button up colorful shirt with the chest open so it's what rick ross smells like not even rick ross like it, like a fancy puerto rican or something <laughs> <laughs> like an escobar <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that it just smelled like you supposed to smoke cigars when you got this cologne on <laughs> and have pistols on the table and be threatening somebody's <laughs> life <laughs> that's what that cologne smelled like and i was like this is a cologne and I was wearing it to work and that is hilarious certain people complimented me on it and I know some people were like you smell like a Colombian drug kingpin <laughs> but I didn't realize I didn't like it until I started wearing a different cologne why were you wearing it before I don't know where I got it from <laughs> my first cologne that I ever got my college roommate left it when he left the only thing he left <laughs> It's the only thing he loved. And I was like, hmm, cologne. I never never tried this before. Never did this. And it was, I love the fragrance. And I was like, I'm going to start wearing cologne. But I have no idea where I got that one from. That is hilarious. I don't know if I bought it or. See, I like perfumes that are more unisex. I didn't buy it. I know where I got it from. Where? I bought it from a street. Nigga. Corner that... Trump cologne seller. I bought like five of them. What's wrong with he you? He was selling hundred dollar colognes for twenty dollars a piece, and they were all legit, like Gucci, and they were legit name brand colognes. Don't know how he got them, don't care. But I bought, <laughs> I just bought. It, it wasn't a he'll sample these. It was a oh, let so me you take. Had, oh, yeah, okay. let, I, I was like, this is four hundred dollar worth of cologne. Yeah, I buy it for eighty bucks. <laughs> Give it to me. That's where I got it from. Okay, <laughs> I still got some of them trunk colognes. Some of them smell good though. This is not the Colombian drug lord one. <laughs> no, I still got it. I'll let you smell it before I leave. Before you leave, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but see, I don't like really overly feminine. T- like my perfumes are usually more unisex. Like, cause I like, I like how men smell, and I'm not sniffing nobody right now. <laughs> so I have a tendency to go more towards like more unisex. So. I don't ever smell like floral or I don't rock with that shit. Like most, I like musky. I like uh, like those kinds of scents that are more unisex. Like I, fruity shit makes me nauseous. Like sometimes I have to tell my mom, cause my mom likes that shit. And I'm like, you just, could you tone, like maybe don't spray so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw up. It's too much. <laughs> um, I'm and I've always been that way. I've always liked more like unisex scents for myself than like. Oh my god! I remember when I was in college. What was the fuck the name of that fragrance that was so huge? And I was like, I'm gonna get this so I can attract some niggas. Oh, cur- curve. No, no, for women. Oh, 
Um, it got curve, curve but yeah, it went curve. It was something from Victoria's Secret. It oh. was um shit. What was the name of that scent? And it was the worst fucking smell. I wore it though because like my fr- oh niggas love this, so I, I wore it and hated every second of it. What was <laughs> the name of that shit? Ah, uh, I can't even remember what the name of it was. It was very sweet. I remember that and I hated it. But anytime I went out, <laughs> I'm spritzing that shit on. Because everybody kept telling me, oh, this is, you know, guys love this scent. And I can't remember what the name of it It was like a purpley. I remember what it looks like. I just cannot. Names on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to remember before the show is over with. I'm just going to blurt out whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was. But it smelled terrible to me. But I wore it because I thought, oh, this is going to attract men. And I, I well, it was awful. Well, for the sake of this conversation, I'm gonna pause the podcast. And I don't want you to smell it and oh, then shit. talk about your impression. Okay. <laughs> so red is now sniffing Gucci envy. It, I, I, I get the Colombian drug lord because it had it. First of all, it does. It, it is kind of a musky scent that I would normally like. <laughs> so maybe I need to date a Colombian drug lord. <laughs> That's smoking cigars. Or maybe, maybe I have a very flawed perception of what a Colombian drug lord smells like. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just, maybe that's why I've been going wrong. I haven't been, <laughs> maybe I need to date a Colombian. <laughs> I haven't never dated a Colombian. Maybe that's where I you need to You don't even go. know where to find a Colombian at. You're fucking right, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it smells like, honestly, I have a, a air freshener in my house that smells like this. It, it's very musky, but it has kind of a sweet. Like I wouldn't hate if somebody I dated smelled like this, though. It's not terrible, but it's not a scent that I would equate with you. <laughs> I will say that, like, you know, different fragrances mesh with different people based on their pheromones. Yeah, that's true. Some people. Some fragrances that smell good don't smell good on certain people. Yeah. And some fragrances that you don't think will smell good on you is just when you got it, it's just like you got the juice. What this smells like? I'm my I'm when you the next time you're at my apartment, I'm gonna let you smell it. It's by Glade. It's like one of the only ones by Glade. Oh, you gave me one that smells kind of. What was the one I got the from wood, you? The wood candle with the wood wick. Yeah, because it's know. a woodsy. I don't know what the this reminds me of. That it's a woodsy smell. It's not horrible. Toss it to me. I, no. Toss it. No. Toss it. Ah. <laughs> I want to break. I, look, I would have threw it and it would hit all them bottles back there. It would there. not have. I you just, cannot be that bad of a throw. I didn't want to chance it. You're not that bad of a throw. <laughs> I could see it going that way. This smell better than I remember. It is a very woodsy smell, though. It is. It smells sure. better than I remember, though. For some reason, maybe I'm confusing it with something else. Because it's not bad. It's just, it's a more of a sweeter, musky scent. But And you know what? This was eight years ago as well. I've had this for eight years. <laughs> I was wearing this working at Red Lobster and. Do they die Montgomery. down over time? Eight years later, is the scent even the I same? I don't think it died down over time. I think that. How I remember this smelling <laughs> and my changes in what I like to wear changed. Maybe. It smelled better than I remember. It's not, it's not terrible, but it is very much a, like a very masculine 
for sure sin. <laughs> but like I said, like most of the stuff that I wear is more unisex. Like I love Burberry. The original Burberry, mm-hmm. and it has a very like. Sometimes when I'm wearing, I'm like, I smell like a dude, but it's the women <laughs> Burberry. But I like unisex, like scents like that. I've never been one for like sweet or like floral. Just not my shit. <laughs> I've never liked that. Like it's too much. I got you. It's too much, but yeah. So that was my rambly question to Mr. Home Point. Um, if y'all have a question that y'all would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to the I, website. I got something else. Oh, okay. For that conversation. Oh, sorry. I guess it goes to your uncle having just old dude ideals mm-hmm. of what women, of what dudes are like. You know? Well, no. They want a dependent woman they want to be the providers. They want somebody that, I mean, don't have those very, that, that just fall into that traditional role. Like, he probably sounds like Steve Harvey when it comes to relationships as no, far as. This is my uncle that I love dearly that treats his wife and his daughter amazingly. Well, he, that don't mean he don't have them. But I don't like the reference to Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve I'm Harvey sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Like, but old dude, older dudes have this general yeah. idea of what a man's role is. Some people just carry he it out differently. He also realizes, though, that men now don't have that. And men, a lot of men, because one of the issues with his daughter's boyfriend is that he's very much not that dude. Um, he, he very much is not like how he is. And he doesn't treat her the way he does, like the dad does. Um, I think what he was saying is just that we have strong personalities and like i i mean i've experienced that in dating that like sometimes my personality is a little bit too strong for certain people like i don't give a fuck and it's never been enough to make me change it but like i have experienced that sometimes my personality might be a little a lot to take um or now back to what you were saying about the the idea now he did say mention something about me being like educated and not you know that might be intimidating i don't know that i believe that there's a lot of men that are out here running around that's like oh shit you got a master's degree that i just don't know is that a thing still like what is that still intimidating to it's some def- men it's definitely a thing i think it goes into this whole I, it goes into that whole conversation misogynistic conversation about women being dependent yeah the more that you have that equals to independence mm-hmm. is frowned upon by a lot of men because it challenges what they want to be in the relationship oh, they can suck it i mean <laughs> i don't like like i don't like that i, I mean i would what rather is, have independence here's the, what doesn't make sense about that women have to live their lives long before you come into the picture if I'm a dependent kind of personality, what is that going to look like for me till you roll up on your fucking white horse? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a whole life. I'm I'm in my 30s. <laughs> like, and I haven't been married. Like, I have to live. I have to, to, to survive. I have to be a productive citizen. Like, in order for me to be the thing, either I would have had to get married really early or... I'm gonna be bouncing around from motherfucker to motherfucker looking for somebody to take care of me. Like, that's no, that's not gonna work. Like, women have to live their life before you come along. My whole life is not like catered towards like some dude riding up on a white horse. Like, I gotta fucking pay bills and shit. Like, I have to have work. Like, those things have to happen. And I don't think it's that. 
I don't think it's that men don't expect you to have and be able to do that stuff. I think that they expect you to take like a a pay cut, Shit. a life cut when you Shit. get into a relationship with them. It's like, okay, you've been driving the whole time by yourself, but now I need you to get in the passenger seat. Some dudes be like, I need you to get in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get in the back. I got this. You know, I don't need nobody next to me. I think that's the case. And I think that the independence that challenges men is the one in which women want the same level of power in a relationship. Which to me, everybody should have the same level of power in a relationship. But see, my thing is, I believe everybody should have the same. I, I don't believe in like a man taking the lead exclusively. Yeah. Like I run the show. I believe in a man taking responsibility, but that's because of society. Yeah. Because if my family get put out on the street, ain't nobody going to look at my family and say, how did that man and woman share equal responsibility <laughs> in the downfall of his family? They're going to be looking at Joe. Exactly. They're going to say, how the hell he let that happen? <laughs> you know, I'm willing to take that responsibility, but I'm also willing to let her excel at whatever she excel at in the relationship. Let me excel at whatever I excel in the relationship. And shit that neither one of us excel at, we collaborate on. Or shit that both of us excel at exponentially, <laughs> we both collaborate on. Yeah. But I'm willing to tell the world that I let this happen. If that happened. You know what I'm saying? That's the extent yeah. to my my role as a man in the relationship. I personally. Don't, I don't think... I think I do for the most part have like more of a traditional mindset when it comes to like gender roles but here's the thing my thing has always been i don't feel like you get to 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 lead a household simply because you have a penis because some of these men like you don't have what it takes to lead the household like it, it the the prerequisite for a lot of people is just being male you need more than that in order to be able to like manage this shit i've always said that i i whoever i end up marrying is going to be somebody that like i get out of pocket a lot right i do i sometimes i need somebody to rein me in and be like hey you know what <laughs> You're doing a lot. And I don't even think that that's because he's a man. This just If you're going to be with me, you have to understand that. You're going to have to say, Red, look, I love you, but you're doing a lot right now. Like, you need to just, you know, just a little bit. You're going a little. I need somebody that, that can do that for me. The same way that I plan to do that for him. <laughs> I need you to be. So, I've dated people that one of my longest relationships didn't work out because he was not capable of doing that. He just agreed with whatever the fuck I was doing, whatever. Don't do that. I'm wrong sometimes. <laughs> don't do that. Don't just, don't follow me. We'll go off a cliff. Like, I need checks and balances. Like, I want my relationship to be one of checks and balances. And so, I get out of pocket sometimes. I need you to be like, hey, you, you fucking up. Same way that I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? You fucking up. I need somebody that's able to do that. I would never be a stay-at-home mom because I feel like nothing no nothing against women who do that. I would be bored as fuck. I feel like I feel like I'm probably going to be somebody that's going to always work even if I married somebody that was capable of managing everything. I'm going to work because that's what I need to do. I, my brain needs to be stimulated with like shit, you know? Mm -hmm. I will probably always work not not because I feel like I you know I should or or women who don't should it's just I would be bored as fuck I just wouldn't be able to do that 
but I do in some ways have like a traditional mindset when it comes to like gender roles but I, I just feel like a lot of times people think that men lead simply because they're men no <laughs> mm-hmm. you need to have the qualifications of a leader in order to do that and sometimes some of y'all don't yeah it's like it's like if you're going on a journey some people will take you to the treasure or some people will take you to the edge of the cliff and be like maybe we should dive in <laughs> <laughs> like no not no. necessarily Mm-mm. you know but as far as it goes for me I think it goes to those extreme expectations of men like if a man expects you to just go with his opinion or Mm-mm. if a man expects you to just take a back seat to Mm-mm. the decisions that he make I don't want that Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, I don't want I just don't I think that was what my uncle was speaking to though. I think that he uh, he feels like a lot of guys do want that because he still has that you know he ain't like that my aunt no that's what I think yeah. I, I mean I definitely think I'm in a minority but it still goes back to my original conversation of having that early conversation as, in terms of what she yeah. expects because look I can I don't I'm already prepared for a range of different type of women to be in my life. You know, at some point, like it's a range. It's going to be one of them, but it's a range from a person that needs, for some reason, a man to be more, you know, in more of a role mm-hmm. of that leader and some who just don't really crave that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of families out here who are just, that are just women led, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I also need a woman who can accept that I'm, I'm not going to be led yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's just me some men will but yeah like i it's just this is not gonna be a i make all the decisions type situation for either one of us yeah you know i think that's what my i i'm trying to give him some leeway i think what he, that was part of what he meant in saying that i'm a lot because he knows i'm not gonna do that shit <laughs> i'm not gonna just listen to what you say because you say it it's gonna have to make sense and if it don't make sense i'm gonna fucking tell you that that's stupid and no i'm not gonna do that you know i i think he knows i come from a, a family of women that are very outspoken my mom i'm the like i tell everybody that like laughs at how i am if you come to thanksgiving it's like a room full of me's i'm the way that i am because of my mom's side of the family and so me laughing and joking and being sarcastic like that's what the fuck we do when we get together that's how everybody is and so growing up in a family of women that were that way i think what my uncle was saying is like you know you ain't gonna take no shit and so that characteristic might be one that not a lot of men are eight because like some men do want you to just go along with whatever the fuck they say if i feel like you wrong we can have a conversation about it i'm not saying that i won't do it at all but i am saying you're gonna have to explain some shit to make it make sense to me i'm not gonna just go along with it because you said it because you don't know everything just like i don't know everything so i ain't finna be blindly following your ass Mm -mm. i'm not diving off the cliff with you you need to tell me what your plan is to get down there safely. But if you just tell my jumping off this motherfucker, I'm not going to be able to do that with you. I'm sorry. So, again, it's not that I won't, I'm not willing to listen. But if I feel, if I'm hesitant about something, I'm going to tell you that. And I'm going to say, hey, you know what? This don't make sense. Now, if you can explain it in a way that makes sense, cool. But if you just saying this because this is what you think we should do and I see flaws in that shit, I ain't doing that. Nope. Sorry. Not going to happen. I'm very debate. I, I not. I wouldn't say argumentative. I debate a lot. <laughs> I'm a person that debates a bit. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what he was trying mm-hmm. to say. But like everybody kind of laughed when he was like, "You know, you a lot to take." That, that may be part of what it is. And I was like, 
was that a compliment did you just insult me like i don't know what i don't know how to take this right now he was like it's not bad it's just what it is you just a lot you and your cousin are a lot to take i said okay i get you all right but that's all i had about it okay well if y'all have a question that y'all would like for us to ramble about, you can send it in through the website, or you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Um, I don't have a lot of stuff this week. I, I don't think we really talked much about Orlando Brown. This motherfucker that lost his goddamn mind. I don't know if it's like drugs or if he's having like a if it's mental illness, like maybe he's like super manic. I don't really know what the fuck is going on with him. I'm upset that he's as entertaining as he is <laughs> being so crazy. I really kind of don't want to support his crazy shenanigans, but I think that he just, why is he funny and why can he sing and rap? But that makes it even sadder because he could be doing something with that. He could be doing like sketch comedy. Like, yeah, we gonna continue to enable him if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Did and you, he used to be fat on yeah, the show. But that's what I'm saying about the drugs. You know, when you start doing drugs, you lose a whole lot of weight sometimes, depending on what your drug of choice is. That's what makes me feel like it might be drugs because. He don't look like that. I just started working out and eating right, lost weight type. He looked like I lost a shit ton of weight real fast, sickly type lost weight. So I don't know. I don't. I'm. I don't know if it's drugs or mental illness or a combination of the two. But it's something going on with it's this that motherfucker. Disney Channel package. <sighs> it come with that. <laughs> I feel like Disney Channel. They inject you with something if you don't do all they bidding. <laughs> you know, because Raven Simone. Might be the only person that got out without any issues. Did she get Maybe out without Henry any Duff. issues? The black stuff is just that. That's different. Like that's different than Orlando Brown shit. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's true. And she one of maybe four black folks that been on Disney out of like a hundred. Yeah. So the black stuff is its own thing. What's but that Kiki girl, Kiki. She was in um the Spelling Bee movie. Kiki Palmer. Palmer. She kind of... know What the fuck she got going on, too? She been doing, like, some kind of... She been getting dressed up, like, just walking around New York doing, like, photo shoots for no reason. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck going she on with her. She came with an album. Did She's you doing too to much. It? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I just don't. I I don't know. Every she ain't time, interesting enough to be on my radar. I only see her like every night because of that shit. Like I'm not like following up on her, but like I'll just see. And and then she was beefing with some reality star from like the Bad Girls Club. They were going back and forth on Twitter apparently, and just come on, <laughs> like that. I don't know. I it does seem like if you're on Disney. It's really, really hard for you to like make that transition without without some fuck shit or crazy shit happening. Like, I'm trying to think of who has been able to successfully. When do that. Disney don't work out, things go south. <laughs> when it do work out, I guess you can maintain somewhat of a career. But yep. I'm getting who was on Nickelodeon and who was on Disney confused. What was Hillary Duff on? She was on Disney. She's okay, but she had a little she, whole little span of. But she ain't got no career. Like she in a TV show right now. Oh yeah, that about being younger. I think so. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, she. Well, I don't okay. Either. I, I just, guess 
That yeah, but just because I don't watch it don't mean that. It, oh, so okay, I'll give you that. Hillary Duff, Shia uh, LaBeouf was Shia LaBeouf ass freestyling on Hot 97. That's what I'm right saying. Now. So he didn't. <laughs> uh, who else? I'm trying to. Th- what was he, Lindsay Lohan on? Was she she wasn't. No, nah, she was, she was a movie. kid movie. She wasn't a TV yeah. show. She wasn't in on no, no TV. Hillary shows. Duff is Lizzie McGuire, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Shia LaBeouf was on. Was she? Was he her brother on that show? No. He was on something. He on was Disney. on an older show where he was yeah. her brother. I can't remember the name of that show. But he was on. The, he's he's the. It was. It existed around the same time of the Secret Life of Alex Mack. Yeah. <laughs> it existed around that them shows. I can't remember, but he was hilarious in that show to me. He as a as a little boy. Uh, what was the little girl that was on one on one? One on one. Little black girl. Damn, what's her name? I don't know her name. Cause I saw that little music video that a bunch of the Disney stars did, where Orlando Brown was like trying to be Usher and was singing. Uh, it was like a throwback video, and she was on it. What is the name? What is her damn name? Cause she ain't doing too well. I don't. I don't think I ever knew her name. But if you say it, then I swear I did. Fuck. Okay, maybe I'll think of it because I can't. <laughs> it's, uh, um, I try none of. I can't. It, no, it, Disney don't usually work out well for too many people. Yeah, I I think it's one of them situations where they take people that are young. Taj Maori. He in a show now. My baby, baby daddy. Does that shit still come on? I know it. He was on that show. I don't know, but the only reason I even know about that show is my mama came up here and she just binge watched it over <laughs> and over. I was like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? What? Why this show? <laughs> is it single parent life kicking back up for you or something? <laughs> you that know, is hilarious." But I was like, "I mean, I don't. Did it get renewed? I don't feel like I don't. Know. I don't feel like it got renewed. I don't, I don't know. And he was like, he. It was all. Is he gay? I feel like he's gay. It would surprise me, but I don't know. I feel like he's gay. It would surprise me, but I don't know." He don't seem gay more than just proper. I don't know. He got some of those qualities that you equate to, you aesthetically equate to a person yeah. by seeing them, how they mannerisms. It was something that happened, though, that I feel like, I think there was rumors that he was for a while. I don't know. I don't remember. Jason Weaver, because he was his brother on Smart Guy. What the fuck happened to him? Did he marry um, Superhead? Was that him? No, nah, that wasn't him. That was Eddie Winslow. Jason Weaver married somebody, or maybe he was dating her. There was something with him and some woman. I can't Eddie remember. Eddie Winslow married Superhead. Dumbass. Who the fuck? Ma- you know what? I'm gonna get on. I'm not even gonna go down that road. Hoes need love too. I mean, I guess, but does you can't turn a hoe into a housewife is a saying for a reason. Who said this? Who said what? I feel like Pimp said it to keep hoes in line. <laughs> I don't feel like it's an actual thing. <laughs> well, the person who will remain nameless, I feel like, is a good example of you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. But do you really put all of your effort into tr- turning a hoe into a housewife if you know she a hoe? Uh, apparently, because Eddie Winslow married Superhead, and Superhead is a very well-known hoe who's very proud but of her whole shit. we don't know what his agenda was. He married her. He might just want to. He might just want a Superhead for a year. He might you not have wanted a housewife without marrying her. Don't Maybe she else. wouldn't let that happen. He ain't Lil Wayne. Columbus Short married her. Columbus Short is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Orlando Brown, like I feel like 
I feel like they, they would get into it. a fight and one would kill the other one. Who him and Orlando? Yeah, <laughs> they that kind of crazy. Like it's like certain crazies can't exist in the same room, <laughs> and I feel like if they got in the same room, one will not leave the room. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, a successful hoe that got turned into. A, I just don't think that that's possible. We don't, but we don't know every. We don't know every housewife backstory. That's true, but I just feel like I don't know. For a number of reasons, I feel like masculine egos. For one, that's gonna be difficult. How are you gonna manage to 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 know that your wife been everywhere with some of your boys? Like I don't know how that equate because masculine ego, like men, and and that shit is that's you know that's difficult for men sometimes. Like how you how do you navigate that? But but a lot of men don't know. But, like, with, but again, back to Superhead, so it's well documented. Her whole shit is very well documented. Well, she the only one. The one who I mean, remain, several. The one who will remain nameless is is very documented as well. It ain't like you can go to a website and look up whole facts and see. It might be it's a <laughs> lot of web. I didn't know Ashley Madison was a thing until the shit got exposed. So. It might be a website. You know what? <laughs> My cousin was on that Ashley Madison list, but only because he registered. Never paid, never logged in. Apparently. Where the fuck he registered? It put out a list of anybody who registered since the website started. It but, didn't. But why did he register for the Because it was just another site to find <laughs> desperate people. <laughs> like, that's what that's what it was. That's what all, a lot of them sites be. It's just oh, okay. desperate people. You don't have to be married. To, to get into it and of course men ain't gonna care to be mad they don't care they just gonna they'll pretend to be mad they pretend to be married on regular websites why not pretend to be married on a website where people looking for somebody that's married <laughs> but all you had to do was register for it and you was on that list damn even if you and it don't it didn't tell the dates that you registered it just had your name so it's like if you registered two years ago and got married a year ago <laughs> and that list came out and you on it that's a good ass excuse though Even if you was doing some fuck shit All I did was register years ago I don't know That's why I was on there I wasn't active on there That was a good excuse I mean You, you are, know my supervisor Like was telling us That she was looking for her husband's name on there And I was like First of all That says a lot about your relationship it Secondly does. Why the fuck are you telling us that because I don't I mean she was saying it like she was proud that he wasn't on there but she was missing the fact that my focus is why the fuck you thought he was on there exactly. because if I was married at the time that that shit came out I wouldn't have been looking for my husband on there because I ain't finna be married to nobody that I feel like might be on some bullshit like Ashley Madison yeah it's one of those situations where somebody have to call you and be like you know your husband name exactly. on this list and then we gonna have a problem but it ain't like I'm looking for it <laughs> no but the fact that you when that shit broke you went and looked for this motherfucker that says a lot about your relationship with him but, and, and what I question in that situation is why is it just this passive ass wait of seeing if your husband doing something he ain't got no business like you waited for a list to come out that you I didn't mean, know would come out. I feel like she the kind of person that be checking shit. Like she be looking at the credit card statement. Like I feel, I am not like a jealous person like that. Like I'm not. I'm not finna be going through your phone. I'm not. I'm not finna do all of that shit because at the point that I have an inclination to even want to do that shit, 
something is wrong with this relationship because I should not be that suspicious of you. That's a problem. So I'm not finna do that. And at the point where I am wanting to do that, I know we don't need to be together no more because I don't trust your monkey ass no more. Obviously, I don't go into situation. I give everybody the benefit of doubt. I'm not finna go looking for stuff. My mom always told me if you go looking for shit, you will find it. If you doing, if you fucking up, I'm gonna find out about it. I don't feel like I, I'm not finna. I'm not gonna go looking for shit. I feel like she the kind of person who go through the itemized list of the credit card statements. I feel like she the kind of person that look closely at the phone records. <laughs> I feel like this Ashley Madison shit was not just a one off for her. I feel like this. She probably lives in a state of I'm fucking Sherlock Holmes. Let me get on my detective shit. Like I feel like that's what she do all the time. Anybody that just like went because here's the thing. I saw the list the list was based it was not in alphabetical order it was just by city so what that means is that you don't have to go through this whole goddamn list name by name to find him because you're not going to be able to find it by his name because the list wasn't in alphabetical order who the fuck finna take that much time out there do you know how many names from alabama was on that shit i ain't gonna do that i'm not gonna do that that's stupid no like the fact that you dedicated that amount of time to do that shit i feel like did she just one of them detective ass hoes that like look all the time for shit because you don't trust the person that you with and my thing is why are you living with somebody that you don't trust i'm not finna do that at the point that i become suspicious of you all the time we don't need to be together no more something wrong something that happened to create that environment or you just a suspicious ass motherfucker off top mm-hmm. one of those things i ain't, i just ain't got the time to be running in behind I ain't finna be doing that if, if if i gotta do that we just don't need to be together because i'm not gonna give my time to that i got you i could be playing mario <laughs> <laughs> i could have had a v8 i ain't finna do that shit that's stupid <laughs> it'll be very very difficult to do a poll on turning holes in the housewives it would be because <laughs> holes will have to admit that old holes will have to admit that they knew housewives <laughs> and men will have to find out that they housewives was holes was holes at one point yeah so i guess there's no way to find out you just gotta hope for the best i, I guess. guess you got i mean if you're a dude but if dudes you dudes marry known hoes like this i'm not even talking about like the ones who maybe didn't turn holes that didn't turn their life or like at the time that Eddie Winslow married superhead. I keep going back to her, but it, like, look at any of these famous women that get passed around circles of, of other famous men. That was a known thing. Like, it, it wasn't a question of maybe she was and maybe she would. Like, you know that she was. And still, she was still writing memoirs about her whole times. And she telling motherfuckers that if Wayne called me, I'm going. Like, this was not a situation in which he didn't know what he was getting. He just decided he was going to get it anyway. Him and Columbus Short. And that happens a lot with, like, these, the women that get passed around, like the one who will remain nameless. People know backgrounds of some of these people, and they don't care. It's like, no, that's all right. I just fucking, I just fucking put together who the hell you talking about when you're saying the one that remained nameless. Oh, yeah. Just then. Yep. <laughs> I'm, the whole time I've been like who's this person I don't know about <laughs> this is somebody new it's <laughs> not somebody new okay never no. I don't know I mean I would have I guess I would have to go back and look at the history of promiscuous women and what's happened 
in these different times with women that were promiscuous? I mean, did they just were they just never ever married? Or at some point did they just marry somebody and was still promiscuous and doing their thing with them? I feel like like I don't know. Mm, who knows? I feel like we've come to a time where promiscuity is so much more out there that we it had to have been worse for women that were promiscuous. I mean, we talk oh, about yeah, women no, that clearly was. they used to get stoned yeah, back yeah, in the Bible yeah. days and whatnot. I mean, even like uh, I mean, if she just had sex with one more person outside of a, a who her husband was supposed she gonna to be, get she stoned. get stoned to death. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I don't know. That just seemed like a lot. It's too much. That's a lot of effort and time to be putting in the different motherfuckers. Like I just, I'm lazy. I'm just lazy. I'm, I'm not. I don't have enough energy and time to be promiscuous. I feel like I think that just take too much effort. I'm not gonna do it. Let's not even talk about the moral issues that go along with that. That just seemed like a lot. It's too much. I don't want to do it. it. I just, it's, it's no. It's too tiresome. I'm lazy. I well, could be doing again. I could have had a V8. It's too much. Women that are like that are looking for holes to be filled, and they use they holes to fill them. I fucking hate you <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just they looking for some kind of connection or something that a man can provide, and they just know that the easiest way to get very close to a man is through sex. And they just do it real quick for that. But you're not close to them. That's the thing. You just you're not close to them. That's what make that's where the irrational. That's oh, where yeah. that irrational. It's irrational for them. Cause men, some men fuck anything. Like you ain't close to them. You just you was Tuesday. But it's like you were Tuesday. <laughs> Fifteen minutes worth of closeness with thirty men back to back. You know, is this is better than having no closeness with nobody for that time? I guess. <laughs> and like it, ain't, it ain't sensible to. It's not sensible to put in the work and effort and be a person that will build to have that. It's just, the, the 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 need to have that closeness is outweighs that. That's sad. It is. I don't even know. It take a type, certain type of upbringing, a certain type of parental dynamic, a certain type of temperament on that person, a certain type of experiences. A lot of a lot of shit that combine together create create that kind of personality and that yeah. situation for people. And it also creates the certain type of man that gonna take over that, like pimps and stuff. They take over that shit. But whatever. All right, but that being said. Uh, maybe you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, but maybe you can. The Disney <laughs> Channel is the reason for hoes, and Orlando Brown is crazy. That was a very good summary. <laughs> name some Disney stars, y'all. Name us some Disney stars that got out. I stopped watching Disney after like maybe the Sweet Life of Cody and them two little boys. The twin, they grown now. Well, they, are they old now. enough now, but yeah. maybe maybe they got out. I don't know but about the Jonas Brothers. As the, oh, the Jonas Brothers. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. They was in, like they was in that little. They were being heavily used and manipulated when they were young, like that purity ring thing. That bullshit. Like that was an adult theme. That wasn't. They had nothing to do with that. And as soon as they got free of that shit, they was out here just doing all kind of shit. So, I think one of them got married. The other two was just like, "Fuck that shit." I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. 
I don't know. Nick Jonas, his music is hey, his I, music is emphasizing kind of exactly I what don't he like was talking. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the opposite of what exactly. he used to be talking about. So does his other brother Joe? I think it's Joe that he's part of. You know, his brother's Cake. You know that cake? the only cake I know about is the delicious kind. <laughs> That's a group. They they had that song. Uh, it's a pop group. Cake by the Ocean. No, the name of the the what is the name? the name of the group is um is it Dance? What is Cake? Cake by the Ocean was the name oh, of the song. song. Oh, I don't even want to listen to Cake it. by the Ocean. You yeah, you heard it. I can't think of the name of the fucking group though. If I if I listen to it and don't like it, I'm just gonna feel like it's disrespectful to actual Cake. <laughs> and then I make then it's gonna make me mad. I don't want to listen. <laughs> they had another song, but Cake by the Ocean is all the one that I could think of. It must of. be one of them songs that they put in movies. No. Or TV shows. Mm-mm. Then I ain't heard it. <laughs> I usually got to hear music on purpose these days. It it hasn't been in any of those things. Okay, you know. So. Okay. So, is that all you got? I wanted to say rest in peace to George Michael because 2016 can suck ass. Like, what the fuck? We couldn't eat, like, what is it, like six days left? You still taking people 2016? Fuck this year. We've been saying that all month. I feel like saying that is <laughs> triggering other people dying. Stop saying we ain't got number five days left. <laughs> we ain't say that 2016. <laughs> we just chilling. <laughs> I feel like everybody need to just like eat salad and just sit quietly for the next sit five quietly, days. Do yoga, meditate. Be very careful. Eat salad, crackers, and water. Cause I feel like Fast. it's everybody on the just on the precipice, just ready to. Ugh. Rest in peace, George Michael. That made me sad. I loved. Um, you gotta have faith, and I liked a lot of his. I didn't. I wasn't into Wham. He was part of Wham before he went solo. But I don't know anything about George Michael. Except he got two first names. He does. That's it. Um, he had a few, you know. It's it's. He was only fucking fifty three. He was fifty three years old. Like what the fuck? We don't know what he been doing. Still, we don't know. Was he gay? Uh, that's a good question. He kind of looks like it, and that's such a terrible thing to say. But he did. I'm not sure if he was or not. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like he dated like um, not Vivica Fox. Why the fuck? Oh, okay. I'm gonna get to that. Um, no, the with the with the green eyes. Um, what the fuck is her name? <sighs> okay, he. I feel like he dated a well-known actress. I can't think of her name right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if he was gay or not. But Vivica Fox has a show where she's like creating a magic mic type group of strippers seriously i promise you somebody sent me a link to the trailer she's like making a group of male strippers it's like diddy and um making a band but it's like for strippers where she like trying to whip them into shape and pick out you know certain strippers like it's a reality show i think vivica vivica fox been on my list of 
people to actively block out of my head for a while. The only reason I, the only reason I know about this is because a link was sent to me. Otherwise, I would have no fucking idea because I don't know what the fuck she be doing these days because I don't be checking for her. So, somebody sent me the link. That's the only reason I know about it. But that's gonna be horrible. Yeah, definitely something I'm not gonna be trying to Vanessa see. Vanessa no Williams. Of. I think that George Michael dated Vanessa Williams. Hmm. That's who I was trying to think of. Okay. Well, rest in peace, George Michael. Yeah, I'm sad. My stories are just police related stuff, kind of, because enough time has passed to where we starting to lose what you know been going on with police, and it's not starting to focus on it, and they get comfortable and in their power, and you know. Not every police officer, but the ones that do stuff. There's a video out of Fort Worth, Texas of a woman raising a complaint to a police officer about her neighbor, which the woman is black, the neighbor is white, and the police officer is white. Apparently, what actually happened through the dialogue of the damn neighbor is that the boy, seven years old, was walking down the street, threw some trash on the ground, the neighbor told him to pick it up. He wouldn't pick it up. And the neighbor choked him. What now, the fuck? The... Now, when the lady found out that this happened, she went, called the police. The police officer came. She said, hey, my neighbor choked my son. The neighbor was there and said he threw paper in the ground. And the police officer said, your son shouldn't have threw paper on the ground. He said, how are you raising your son? And then she got visibly or not visible. She got visibly more heated and audibly more heated. Like she got angry. Wouldn't you have? You know, and she was just she was just yapping going on about, you know, well, what do you teach your son? And she was just going at him. And then her daughter stepped up to move in between the police officer and her mama seemingly to push her mama back. And the police officer grabbed her and threw her on the ground. And then he ended up grabbing the mama and throwing her on the ground. And he arrested the mama. For what? I don't know. I guess just... Because he could. What I mean, re- in reality, he arrested her because he could. What in the On paper, what he probably wrote is he arrested her because she was visibly becoming hostile towards a police officer. You know? But how dismissive he was of her complaint at the fact that this man put his hands on a seven-year-old kid because of some paper on the ground like that ain't an overreaction what the fuck like you get that upset about littering he's seven the fact that you're that comfortable putting your hands on a seven-year-old says a lot about you what the fuck is you talking about how am i raising my son is that what we here to talk about oh we here because i want to press charges on this motherfucker who assaulted my seven-year-old how did this become about my parental abilities or the fuck? That is insane. It's crazy. And he's on leave right now. You know, I don't know what that means, but. It mean he's just sitting at home collecting a paycheck. It's just beyond me how somebody can just be that dismissive of the situation and started targeting her parenting skills. You know, a kid is going to be a kid. And they say that a kid going to be a kid when a young, a white kid does something. You know, but they over-sensationalize when black kids do stuff. You know, uh, a white teen just sodomized one of his 
disabled teammates. Oh yeah, I saw that. With a coat hanger. Yep. And charges are not going to be pressed. He won't be getting any time. They found a loophole out of that. Brock Turner is just a kid that has a bright, promising future, regardless of having raped this woman. You know, but you demonize people like Michael Brown. You demonize people like Trayvon Martin. You choke, put your hands on a seven-year-old and allow a, a, a neighbor to get away with it. And you question the parents in that. And this is a repeating cycle. This continues to happen. It's the norm of what to expect between a white seven-year-old and a black seven-year-old. A white teenager and a black teenager. A white person that's done something wrong and a black person that's done something wrong. See, when it comes to injustice, it's not about between black and white in America. It's not about it happens to black people because it happens to white people too. The same experiences that black people have, white people have too. It just happens disproportionately to black people. It happens five and six times higher than black people. Every single scale that you can look at in our society of negative bullshit, it happens more to black people than it does to white people. And a big chunk of America, mostly white America, would rather say that that means that black people are just overly aggressive. Black people are the problem. Black people are resistant. Black people have these issues. It doesn't mean that. It means that black and brown people in this country were cultivated in a system that has created circumstances in which they don't have the leverage to not be perceived as negative. They don't have the history to be given the benefit of the doubt. We don't have the history of being able to be looked at and look the same as uh, as white men because in the 50s the police officer's job a big part of it was to protect white people from black people to stop black people from using this water fountain to stop black people from being able to sit on this part of the bus to stop black people from existing in this side of town that we're trying to keep white the police officer's job was to enforce that and so we can't be naive enough as a society to not think that a little bit of that at least ideologically might be left over in the police force. And if not in the police force as a whole, in the minds of some older police officers. And if not just in the minds of older police officers, in the mind of some young police officers who were trained by those older police officers and come from a, a family of police officers who have come home to tell their stories about how different brown people are from you and how brown people are more violent and how brown people are more aggressive and you got to be you know more weary of what might happen to you when you're around brown people it might be that you have to worry about that because they notice that you are more anxious around them the same that in the wild they can smell fear they can smell your anxiety the problem is police have the authority to be able to act upon that their fear their anxiety whether it's rational or irrational but a civilian in general never has that but at least when a white civilian has it, they might be able to get off on it. Yeah. But a brown civilian don't even have that. We can't even get out of it. We just now get to be defamed and invalidated and demonized in the media and in the police and in the community. So, I mean, that was the first story. The second story is 
white kid got pulled over. He was late, speeding to get to wherever he was going. And the police officer pulled him over and asked him why was he late. And he said, I am on my way to a job interview, but I don't know how to tie a tie. I, I got my tie in my bag. I was just going to try to tie it. And I don't know how to tie it. So I was going to zip. I zipped around and go to my friend's house who knew how to tie a tie. And then I was going to go back to the interview. So instead of giving him a speeding ticket, he helped him tie the tie. And, and that's admirable for that police officer. I applaud that police officer. I hope that police officer would do the same for a brown person. Yeah. I would hope he would do the same for a white person, a black person. A Muslim with traditional wear and a, a hijab on, I would I would hope that that officer would do that for anybody that was speeding with that excuse. Our history shows that would not be the case. That it won't be the case. Yeah. The history shows that the police officer wouldn't even ask a black person why they were speeding. Likely, you know. I hope he would, and I hope that there are other officers out there that are objective enough to be able to treat everybody the same, but. Statistics show that it don't. Yeah. Statistics show that black people get pulled over more than white people for committing the same crimes. And then when those black people get pulled over, they get arrested at higher rates than their white counterpart for getting pulled over for that same crime. And when that black person gets pulled over and arrested at a higher rate, they get more time and they get less uh, less representation. Like. It's a lot of things that happen disproportionately to my white counterpart. Another white person that's 32 years old with a similar education to me is going to have a better time in this country on paper. Yeah. This ain't enough. This is just not a fact. This is not an opinion. It's a fact. This is a fact. <laughs> you know, so that's another one. But, you know, I would just hope that you can do the same thing, but his. Our country don't show that. No, it don't. Not at all. You know, tie top for everybody. But then, motherfucker, get on YouTube. Sit in the parking lot for five minutes. Go to YouTube. And you can and find you can out, how, out to how to tie, tie a tie. tie. You can find out how to do anything on YouTube. You know, don't wear a tie. You know, go to the web, go to the internet and find out in what fashions do I not have to have a tie. Well, just button up your top, top, top. I don't think that will keep you from getting a job if you're a proper candidate. If that that young fellow had all of the damn qualifications that I'd like in an employee, but only if he had a damn tie on. <laughs> Nobody say that shit. No. You know? I mean, it was plenty of different ways that he could have done that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm inclined to believe it was bullshit. Yeah, you know, sure on his was. part, that he didn't know it get out of there. Shit, I just want, might, might need to bring a tie with me everywhere I go. Except the problem is I wear a Nintendo t-shirt, so... Exactly. That so, that really, ain't gonna go. That won't really help my situation. No. The other thing with cops is Walmart was selling Black Lives Matter t-shirts. Now, Walmart website, not the stores, mm -hmm. the website where they have third-party people that sell stuff. It's like you register as a shop and you can sell stuff on Walmart's website. Mm -hmm. And the Fraternal Order of Police said that Black Lives Matter shirts are offensive, and so Walmart pulled them. Now, I went to search Walmart website before before we started this, and they do have some Black Lives Matter shirts. Mm -hmm. So I guess they haven't reached out to all of the retailers to say pull these or you're going to get kicked off our, our website. Mm -hmm. But the problem is there is still 
a vast abundance of All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter t-shirts, which are so invalidating and so offensive to what initially bought Black Lives Matter about that I just think that's, I don't think that's fair. It's not. And and don't get me wrong, I'm really not expecting fairness in the world that we live in. Nope. You know, it's not, it's just not fair. But this is the struggle that I'm having as a black male that's educated, I guess, educated in what I'm educated in to deal with. How much of America can we really change? What's the peak? Because it's going to peak. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's not like this going to become black mainland Africa too or no shit like that. <laughs> as far as like what some black people think is possible to happen in in America. Yeah. It's going to be a peak of where are we now? And it's still going to be some shit we got to accept, I feel. This ain't going to turn to Africa too. No time soon. Oh, hell no. And so... I'm struggling with coming up with an understanding of what what change that I'm looking for as an African American male that's going to be reflected in our society. Is, is it going to be more representation? Is it going to be more black people in places? Because realistically, if we're talking about statistically, that just means black people are supposed to be 13% everywhere. Yeah. Which in a lot of cases it already looked like that. If, if I think that Macy's or Walmart or anywhere supposed to have half black people and half white people that is kind of irrational you know what I'm saying yeah. like what do we want America to look like and and feel like because I'm going to tell you what America feel like to me if you've ever gone into somebody's house and they say make yourself at home I might have gave this, this metaphor before but if you ever go into to somebody's house and they say make yourself at home it really kind of only mean sit down yep Depending on where you at, maybe take your shoes off and relax. It don't mean move my shit around. Nope. It don't mean move my couch, reposition my TV. It don't mean go into my refrigerator. Make yourself at home is just this sentiment that says be as comfortable as you can be with the shit the way that I got set up. Yeah. And that's how I feel in America. I feel like I'm expected to be as comfortable as I can with the way shit is set up. But don't try to change shit. Yep. Even if you don't like how it's positioned, even if you don't like how it's look how it looks, don't change it. This is how I got it. This is how I set it up. And and I feel like like that's how the founding fathers set it up. And I think that current white people didn't set it up like that. But a lot of the elites in that group are helping to maintain how it's set up and to make sure that nobody else that doesn't have those same old ideals doesn't change it, including black people, including brown people, including women, yeah, including LGBT, including any group that is not white, heterosexual, Christian, middle to upper class, male. If you're in those five categories, your ass is having a field day in America. Everybody else is having some kind of shit to deal with. And that don't mean that if you in that group that you ain't dealing with shit, but you definitely not dealing with shit the other people is dealing with. I promise you that. No. But that's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, I mean, hate to end the shit on a sad ass, you know, bullshit ass note, but 
This is the country we live in, people. And black people, we have got to figure out what the peak of America is going to look like. It's black folks out here who think that we just going to be able to take over the whole East Coast no. or something and just have a black side of the country or now something like that. they think that's going to happen? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, and, and there's some black folks that, that think we just need to just be white as we can on the inside and the outside. <laughs> you know, I don't, but that's what my struggle is right now. Coming up with a realistic understanding of what our future can be in this country. I don't know what that is, but I'm trying to figure it out, at least for myself and what I believe. I'm not saying that anybody else got to believe what I believe. I think one big issue that we have in the African-American community is that we have we all got this idealistic destination that we want to be at and where is no where is a, a, no oppression and and we're not dealing with the things that we're dealing with because of brown skin but it's like 30 different journeys it's 30 different you know directional maps to get to that different place and i don't think that and but the problem is we fight each other trying to say that our 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 map is the best yeah it's like if you watch one of them old movies where a bunch of people trying to get after this treasure and they all going their own different ways. Yeah. A rat race type TV show type thing. Like that's how we are in African American community. It's a destination that we're trying to get to but everybody is so hell bent on believing and proving to other people that their way is the, the best right way. that we don't go no damn where. Yep. But you know. You not talking make this sound like a a damn 20 minute tirade but you know <laughs> whatever maybe it was <laughs> just a little bit just just a bit <laughs> but i'm done that's all i got what else on your mind merry christmas to me because my fucking sink exploded because that's how my life works i can't say my christmas was bad I did. My, my Christmas cousin. was good till this morning when I <laughs> shit. I don't know how long that water had been sitting under there. So my uh, cousin's birthday gathering was essentially kids running around for so long, mm-hmm. and I remember that when I go over to that there, I remember like why I'm okay with or without kids. Like I spend half the time saying mm, kids wouldn't be so bad, and I spend the other half saying. I'm okay. I'm okay without kids. <laughs> Deal with this shit. It's it, it, it's bittersweet. Whatever happens, happens. Like I don't, I don't like for me. I don't care if I have kids or not. You know, I go back and forth. Um, it's like I don't know if if my lady at some point want kids, we will definitely have kids. But if she don't want kids, I'm not gonna be all woe is me. <laughs> I wanted kids, you know. So, but anyway, that was my Christmas. And boiled eggs. They were delicious. Yeah, it wasn't Easter. But we mixed I it like up your holidays. Because it was the eggs were so cheap growing up that my mama just always bought eggs and we just always cooked eggs. This is I mean, it, it, my my love for eggs is rooted in being poor as hell. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I have a sixty container of eggs in there right now. That's that's really what I buy. Unless it's eight dollars. Right now it's like four dollars and seventy six oh, yeah, cents at Walmart. They fluctuate in price. Yeah, they do. But anyway. That's it. Until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.